Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Well, today is an interesting and exciting day. Today, Lauren and I are going to be guests on a red carpet here in Las Vegas, and that is because my buddy Murray the Magician has uh, switched from Planet Hollywood to the Tropicana, where he is going to be doing his new regular show. And so, in order to celebrate this, today he is holding a red carpet event. And this is actually the first time that Lauren and I have ever gone to a red carpet. I've had invitations to do this before. Uh, For example, when I was working with Warner Brothers on the motion picture The Apparition, I was invited to attend the red carpet there in Hollywood, but I had other obligations and couldn't make it. And so today, we're getting ready to head out here and go over and be a part of this. I'm not sure exactly what a red carpet event is like, um, but I guess, you know, everybody walks down the red carpet and smiles and waves and then... Maybe there's some hors d'oeuvres and a glass of wine, and uh, I don't know. And, and, but afterward, Murray is going to do a special show, a very special VIP show. And so uh, this is a, an extremely important day, especially for Murray, because not only is he celebrating his new transition into the Tropicana, but he also just reached... 1 million subscribers on YouTube. Now think about that. Many, many of these TV shows that you see do not have 1 million people who are tuning in. And so to have 1 million subscribers is a pretty big deal. So I am so happy for Murray. And uh, gosh, I just congratulate him. And uh, he, he works really, really hard. In fact, he's one of the hardest working people I've ever met he has an infinite amount of energy every day he's getting up and not only is he working but he is also very charitable he's always working for charities he's doing great things for uh, pets and uh, animals and I'm, I'm telling you this this guy murray is a good genuine fellow so if you are not a subscriber already to his uh, youtube channel well you're missing out because over a million people now are So go check out Murray the Magician's YouTube channel. It's really fun and funny stuff. And the great thing about YouTube is it's all free. So I'm not sure exactly what we're in for today, but I will give you a report on that. And I'll let you know what it it was like after we're done. I know there are going to be some very interesting people there, uh, celebrities and whatnot. And so I'll be happy to, uh, to give you the realistic experience on probably my next podcast I guess but uh what an exciting time my god you know I mean there's just so much going on uh here it is Halloween time and by the way I don't know if this is uh, of interest to you but I like to do things kind of traditionally like for example at Christmas time I have certain movies I like to watch or Thanksgiving I have certain things I like to do And I want to pass this along to you in case it's of interest. Uh, One of uh, our new traditions here, Maya and Lauren's, is every Halloween we watch this movie called Tales of Halloween. And this movie is fairly new. I think it was just uh, released a few years ago. But (laughs) 
I love it. It's 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 R-rated, so uh, it's got a lot of extreme violence and it's got foul language. But it's great because it's not like some kind of cheesy horror movie. It, it's it's just sort of uh, different, separate little segments that take you at a fast pace through different scenarios happening on some idealized Halloween night. And a lot of different directors were brought in to produce different segments. And right now, it's available on Netflix. So if you are a Netflix subscriber, check it out. Um, and, and I want to tell you, uh, on this podcast, once again, you know, I'm not being... Uh, asked to say this uh, this is not a sponsorship or an advertisement it's just something really cool that we do every year and so i imagine that if you are a listener of this podcast and you want to kind of get in the mood for halloween turn off all the lights light some candles bring up netflix and watch this movie called tales of halloween and uh, I, I think one of my favorite uh, aspects of this is that it, it is fast-paced and it just sort of moves from scene to scene to scene. And I love anthology-type stuff. And they, uh, they do a really good job of, of, of keeping it entertaining. And when you watch stuff like that, if, if you're like me, you know, I'm a writer, of course, I'm always thinking about, huh, well, what kind of a segment would I produce, you know, what what kind of a story would I write? And it harkens back to my very first book I ever wrote called Joshua Warren's Gallery of Mystery and Suspense. That's now a rare book, and um, I think there was only one printing of it, but that was my first publication. And if you ever get an opportunity to buy a copy of Joshua Warren's Gallery of Mystery and Suspense, then um, you can kind of see maybe how that was a precursor to what I would continue doing the rest of my life. And so this brings me back, of course, to the question I've been asking you as a listener. What is that creepy costume that would really frighten you if you had to use your imagination and pick the scariest costume? And and the, the example I keep using is, well, if, if I said... Uh, to you, hang on a second, I'm going to go in this room, close the door for five minutes, and then come out, and I'm going to be in the scariest costume. What do you think it's going to be? And uh, I'm going to tell you what my, uh, I guess, choice is. I'm not ready to do that yet, because I want to keep giving you reports from other listeners. I've told you what Mobius uh, thought his would be. I've told you what investigator Shelley Wright thought hers would be. I got a really interesting one from Ray, that's spelled R-E-Y, and uh, Ray said it would freak me out if somebody had a costume that was like Russian dolls. In other words, you come out and you have one mask on, like a Darth Vader mask or something like that, and then you remove that mask and everybody's expecting to see your face but guess what, ah, there's another face under there (laughs) another mask, right? and then you remove that mask and there's another mask and it could be an alien, could be a clown, whatever and um, that's 
interesting to me because I was thinking more of like, okay, I open the door, I walk out, boom, you get that initial shock factor. But Ray is talking more about something that you could actually expand throughout the night. Now, this would probably be an uncomfortable experience for the wearer because you've got to have three or four masks on. And I imagine the last one, even though it's your actual face, might have some kind of creepy makeup or something like that. But that would be a hell of a way to mix up a Halloween party, huh? Like, you, because when you go to a crazy Halloween party, everybody looks at how you're dressed right off the bat. And they say, oh, well, this guy's Indiana Jones. Oh, this lady's the Wicked Witch. Uh, you know, here, here this person's dressed up like uh, some creature from some movie. And uh, you you would be really thrown off if throughout the night you took off layers and you just kept changing yourself. And you could kind of scare people over and over. So that's a really interesting idea, isn't it? To do like the Russian doll kind of thing. So that's one of those, you know, sort of fascinating ideas. And if you decide to do a Russian doll costume for Halloween, uh, please send me pictures and, and let me see what happens as you peel off the layers and how you look. And I'll post it on my social media. Uh, I, can't, I can't wait, you know, to think that there are people who, are, who, who might actually do this and uh, put themselves through a bit of discomfort to create a continual effect throughout the night. <laughs> that sounds like a really cool idea. So thank you for that, Ray. And and if you want to send me your thoughts on what your scariest costume would be, please do that. Uh, just go to joshuapwarren.com, scroll down, and you'll find my email address, and just send me your thoughts on what the, uh, the, the, the scariest looking thing might be that either would initially shock you or you can get as creative as you want you know Ray's pretty creative here Mobius was pretty darn creative talking about you know holograms and stuff it's it's fine to let your imagination run wild and we are getting to a point technologically where we really can produce some pretty incredible things with a small amount of of power I mean, let me give you this as an example. You know, I was just talking about my very first book. When I wrote my first book, I was at the age of 14 or so. I might have started when I was 13. But I wrote it with a pencil and a pad. Okay, it was a pencil and ruled paper. And then once the whole book was written, I typed it up on uh, an old Smith Corona typewriter that my mom and dad gave me and that was what ultimately went to the printer and the publisher and shortly after that my mom and dad decided to buy me a computer a huge step in my life we went went to a business in Asheville North Carolina called People's PC I was probably about 15 years old and I'll never forget the salesman showing us, you know, these these big, giant, heavy computers. And he showed us a clip of John F. Kennedy giving a speech. And then uh, he showed us a clip of 
uh, space shuttle launching and all this stuff is it, it's on a little screen in full color and I was just dazzled absolutely amazed I'd never seen any quality like that come from a computer because when I was in school you know we were playing like the Oregon Trail on the old Apple computers and, and this just sort of blew my mind so my mom and dad bought this computer from me and uh to be honest with you, they had to even make a payment plan to make payments on this thing. I don't know how much it cost at the time. I can't remember, but it was quite expensive. And so when I got that computer, my whole world uh, really transitioned into uh, this new age. And from there on, I started uh, writing my books on computers. Now, I don't remember exactly what kind of PC that I had, but I can tell you that there sure is hell was um, was nothing close to one gigabyte of space, just storage space on that computer. I, I'd never even heard of a gigabyte at that point. As a matter of fact, I never even heard the word email until I was a freshman in college. And I'm about to turn 42 years old here in a couple of days. So this shows you, you know, I'm not like some, you know, old person who is unfamiliar with technology and it's on the contrary I'm right on top of it so my computer was far from a gig the laptop that I have now that I work with on a daily basis that I travel with that I produce uh, websites with that I produce all these podcasts with that I edit movies on it has a storage capacity within the laptop of about 250 gigabytes, which is an unimaginable amount from my perspective as a 15 or 16 year old. I mean, I, 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 I can't, I mean, that would have seemed like so much space, you'll never need more space the rest of your life. And a few days ago, I got on Amazon.com and I bought an external hard drive. And let me tell you, a gigabyte is, I think I'm, I'm correct here, a thousand megabytes. And a terabyte is a thousand gigabytes. And I bought a drive that is four terabytes. It's slightly larger than a deck of cards and I paid less than a hundred dollars for it can you imagine how quickly this thing called the quickening is happening right now how incredibly fast that we are advancing and developing our technology I mean if you can buy a four terabyte external drive for next to nothing on Amazon uh, and I mean, that's, again, you can't even really imagine how much space there is on something like that. That's nothing. That's nothing compared to what these big companies have that are developing artificial intelligence. So if you have any doubt that we are on the way to creating not just holographs and holograms and things like that, but, you know, C3PO, the Android, uh, let me tell you, it's happening right now. 
and it's going to be amazing and we are going to see things in just the next five to ten years that are just going to make us keep going wow this is amazing what a cool time of life that you are living in right now where you're getting to see this is it scary yeah it's scary because we might be heading toward the terminator world right where the the computers become too conscious and they take over uh that's certainly possible but in the midst of this i I, you know i'm not a pessimist i'm an optimist and i you ought to know that i when i I was being interviewed today by uh, howard hughes in the uk and he was saying your enthusiasm could power a city he says you know you're, you're one of the most positive people i've ever met and i said well you know i think that's a choice and there are a lot of different ways in which this has been phrased over time and there are a lot of quotes attributed to different people um but one that i recently saw attributed to albert einstein is you can live your life believing that everything is a miracle or nothing is a miracle and i choose to believe that everything is a miracle now for one thing that seems obvious to me this entire planet is a miracle everything happening on this planet is a miracle you are a miracle i am a miracle and the things that we can do are therefore miraculous these are inexplicable compared to anything else that we're able to observe out there in the vast black cosmos right so I think that we are about to have the potential to solve some very significant problems. And one of the reasons I love, love having this podcast is that just a couple days ago, I did a podcast where I talked about my desire to work on a project to stop people from being bitten by mosquitoes. And do you know that since I aired that, since I posted it, I have been contacted now by two engineers, one in the U.S., one in the U.K., who both are excited and want to work with me on this. And the one in the U.K. is one of the biggest pest control uh, technology developers in the world and talk about synchronicity and serendipity it just so turns out that he is going to be coming to las vegas uh in january and i'm not exactly sure about my travel schedule but i presume i think i'm going to be here when he's going to be here and so we are working out arrangements for us to get together and work on this project and i'm telling you the technology is ripe the desire is ripe i've got the right kind of mindset and the right resources and i think that we might actually be able to develop something here that will stop mosquitoes from biting people and this is just one of those great practical examples of using thinkers who think outside the box who have that ambition that desire to take risks, that desire to explore and try out new things 
bringing what they have to the table and turning them into a practical result. And so, my God, you know, if there's if I if I ever have a day when I'm like, why do I do this podcast? It's immediately neutralized by things like this. Because I know that when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to people all over the world and I'm reaching the right kind of people and I'm sending the right kind of message and we can make some incredibly powerful, positive changes for everybody. And I'm not talking about politics here. I'm talking about humanity. I'm talking about what we all have in common. And isn't that nice and refreshing in this day and age to think that we can transcend all that crap that you hear all the time in the brainwashing media that there are people out there who actually are working together to be creative and innovative and make the world a better place for everybody. And if you if you fail, okay, fine, you fail. But by God, try. Try. While you're here, try. Use your, your, your resources. Use your thoughts. Use your intelligence. Just give it a try. That's what we're doing. And, it, and, and I, I feel so, so happy, so thankful, so grateful to have you, yes, you, listening to this podcast. Because I may not know who you are. Maybe I'll never know who you are. Maybe someday I will. But you don't even know what you might come up with someday that connects with the stuff that I'm working on and we can work together and it's extremely exciting. I told you that being the Halloween season, I have a lot of stuff going on and that's for darn sure. Um, I have not watched Fox 5 here in Vegas uh, tonight yet, but I've, I've been told um, that tonight they're airing something about the investigation that I did here uh, recently at a... Uh, a spooky spot where I think there may be some kind of a portal. Now, this is separate from the space-time thing. This is more of a ghostly, spooky, haunted thing where people keep saying they're seeing ghosts. And, you know, before when I've talked about the space-time warp, that happened to coincide with the spot where people are seeing UFOs. So, Fox 5 has now done a story on... um, on ghosts and I'm so happy that they uh, contacted me and said we want to come out and, and you know document what you're finding and share this with the public so I'm not completely ready to tell you about this yet it may already uh, be making its way out there on the internet if not then it will be over the coming days and at that time I will share this odd story with you as well as some additional pictures and and results from my investigation. But, man, uh, there's a great positive vibe that's just behind everything right now. And my understanding is that tonight is the full moon. So tonight's the full moon. We're getting geared up with with Halloween. Tomorrow's my birthday. I don't know what I'm going to do for my birthday, but I think I'm going to chill out and just take a break, you know. Um, but this is a big, big shift that's building up momentum heading into next year. 
and I have some big plans for next year. So, anyway, I love the fact that you're okay with me rambling on and just sort of telling you all the things that I'm dealing with in a very short period of time, but uh, that's what this podcast is all about. As a matter of fact, I have my, uh, my theremin set up here. Hey, what the hell? I'll turn the theremin on here, and you, I'll, I'll let you hear just a little bit of the theremin in the background. And, uh, you know, the funny thing about the theremin is, like I say, you can play all kinds of music, like, listen to this. I know that sounds probably weird coming on, I'm just wearing my headset, but... So I, I'm playing with the theremin. I've got all my gear cranked up. I'm getting ready to do uh, so much cool stuff this month with the the Travel Channel special. I got a little party going on the night before Halloween. Uh, it's a it, it's it's a really interesting time. So anyway, be sure to uh, listen to the podcast. I don't know, tomorrow, the next day, I'm going to have some updates for you, and every day is a new surprise. So, this podcast is called Joshua P. Warren Daily. Uh, This is my own independent, uncensored podcast. I don't have any sponsors. I don't want any sponsors. It's just me giving you a raw report on what's going on and what I'm up to. And if you go to joshuapwarren.com and click around, you'll find a lot of cool stuff. Go to the gallery of the the strange and you'll see all kinds of interesting images and video clips. And uh, go to the curiosity shop. You'll find things there you won't find anywhere else in the world. And you'll find a link to this podcast, Joshua P. Warren Daily. Always short, always free. You can subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren, and I will tweet when a new one is available. So that's it for today. Time to go off and do this red carpet, and uh, (laughs) I'll let you know what happens. So, uh, well, stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.